eventually it's kind of like, how much more do you need to realize that you have to do this? It might not be when you thought you should do it. And it might not be in the same exact way that you had planned it for yourself, but you have to try and pursue it and see where it takes you. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast bringing a down-to-earth approach to personal growth. On this show, we're helping individuals just like you learn about tapping into their incredible potential through insightful interviews and inspiring lessons. Our mission is to encourage you to always keep pushing towards achieving your dreams and to stay awesome along the way. Hello, hello, awesome tribe. Um, It's nice to welcome you guys back on the podcast. My heart is full right now. It really is because I say this on and off, whether on social media or on the WhatsApps of the world, but I really want to drive a point home. I am incredibly grateful to each and every one of you who chooses to take time out of their day, whether it's five minutes, whether it's full hour, however the episode lasts, whether it's a solo, whether it's a post, whether it's a quote, whether it's a tweet, you guys are really part of this tribe. When I started this back in 2016, I can honestly say I did not know what I was doing. All I wanted was to get out of my own funk, uh, coming out of a particular sense of depression, and knowing that I was such not such a special snowflake, that I was the only one going through what I was going through. And my only motivation was to be able to bring you stories of people who I believe in their own particular sense uh, bring you a certain sense of uh, empathy and comparison in comparison of the fact that we all are in this thing called life together. There's always someone out there, you are not alone, who can understand and empathize and probably mimic what you're going through because they've been there and back or they're still going through it. And I thought it was very important to actually drive that point home, how incredibly grateful I am to all of you who resonate with that and who tune in, you know, regularly to actually check in and uh, you know keep the podcast going and it's something that it was really important for me to uh, let you guys know how I truly appreciate that because you know I posted this early on Instagram about the uh, the whole Spotify wrapped uh, thing which is always comes out every year I never do that but sometimes you do get curious of how your program is doing and you should pay attention to your stats. Yes, all my marketing people, my marketing friends were always telling me like, what do you need to pay attention to your insights and your stats and stuff? But I'm just a one man army. And it was just really fun to realize how this podcast has grown so, so much. Uh, It's pretty crazy. But if you go take a look on Instagram, you'll see a reel that I did about the different uh, highlights that ATA has been through uh, just in 2022. So uh, it was a really big deal. And uh, so it's something that I don't take for granted. And it was really important that you guys know uh, when it really comes to heart that uh, it uh, you guys have really helped me push this thing forward. And I do not take that for granted. Again, uh, one of the best ways you can always support the podcast, as always, is to, you know, just like, uh, subscribe, uh, share, uh, put up, put up a story, you know, just put up a story of a screenshot of you listening to it, tag me so I can repost it. And, um, you know, that, that creates traction. If you're on Apple, always a good idea to leave a rating and a review. And if you're on the Androids of the world, uh, the best one, uh, you can leave a heart on Spotify, but you can also leave a comment 
on uh, Stitcher. Stitcher is also really good. So uh, Stitcher always well, works as well. Let's get into today's episode. Um, today's episode, I want to give a shout out to uh, Isaiah, Isaiah, who uh, I connected with years ago. Uh, such an awesome gent. We haven't gotten together uh, for that coffee, and that's totally my fault. But uh, Isaiah, I connected with uh, years ago as he was helming uh, as the host of the Booth Life podcast. And as you always, you want you try to connect with different uh, you know podcasts in your universe. And Isaiah's podcast came across my radar uh, with different guests that he had on. Also being a local Montrealer, uh, awesome gent. And uh, one of his guests, one of his later episodes, he actually interviewed his mom. And she had an amazing story to tell, a Miss Michelle Martel, uh, who basically, you know, rewrote her script. And even after uh, being in the workforce, going back home, raising kids, you know, going back home, raising kids full time. And she decided, you know what, take the helm of her own life and go back to school and, you know, just open up a new chapter in her life as a famed and renowned interior designer and uh, with a notoriety uh, that caught the eye of uh, house and home, apartment therapy, HGTV of the likes. And uh, if you go on her page, uh, Michelle Martel at home on Instagram, it's definitely, uh, I'm just letting you guys know, it's definitely something that's going to just like brighten up your day. I just love her pictures, love her designs, love the way that she teaches you how to basically, you know, you know, relate to your space and to give it just that little bit more mm, that uh, brightens up your day that uh, really sparked uh, my interest because, you know, we always think that it's always too late uh, to rewrite our script when I don't believe that at all. And at the same time, you do know that sometimes uh, going back to school is always something that, you know, I carry uh, to this day about, you know, having a little bit, uh, you know, neglected my schooling in my earlier years. But to see that, you know, people even at a certain point in your life, even having done the career, done the kids, and you're still telling, telling yourself that, you know what, uh, it's too late for me. No such thing. And if you listen to Michelle's story, as we will get into it, it's something that can only show you how a choice can definitely define the greater things that are to come. So I'm not going to, you know, the delay anymore. Without further ado, guys, let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 184 with Miss Michelle Martel. Here we go. It has to be said, first and foremost, it really has to be said. The way I always, always open up these conversations because I always want to celebrate the guest. Welcome to my world. I want to celebrate you, Michelle. Here's why. I uh, want well, two things, first and foremost. Um, I want to thank you for, you know, uh, for raising such an amazing individual in the person of Isaiah. Because the wonderful world of the interwebs allowed us to meet, you know, via Instagram and stuff and mutual appreciation. He had me on his podcast and just seeing... Uh, such a wonderful, warm guy and such a wonderful spirit, such a wonderful truth. It can only come from being raised with heart and uh, and, and and great, great, great energy. Like energy is energy. You understand good people when you meet them. First of all, I want to congratulate you for everything that you've given him because like he's such he's such a great, great energy into the world that can only come from a great place. So I can only celebrate you Thank for you. that. That yeah, is that you. is that's really genuine. And second, why I really, uh, why I was really enthused about you guys' conversation on the booth life is because I've told this story before. Growing up, um, right, the later years of high school wasn't too wasn't too fun for me. <laughs> I'm a smart guy, but like any any uh, rebellious teenager, I was really hard uh, towards the end of high school. So let's just say that school uh, was very insecure for me in the later years because it wasn't uh -huh. fun at all. So even like leaving high school, getting into college. It was really hard. It was really hard. And um, I need to get in the entire story because it's about you. But hearing the fact that even after having raised kids, done mm -hmm. your career, 
done the whole thing and you'd be you'd be you know forgiven you know in the traditional sense to just like you know what okay i'm done and then you know i did my thing and then you know everybody falls into that rut right but when i heard your story and with my own insecurity because i'm still being like okay maybe i could have maybe i could have maybe i could have and the people listening to us understand this reality really well because they've been stuck into their own rat race their little ferris wheel for so long they never mm-hmm. stop to think that maybe, 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 maybe there could be some other avenues for me. And the fact mm-hmm. that you stand here on our platform as truth into the pudding that, you know what, you can take your life into your own hands and open up greater chapters. And for that, I want to celebrate you as well and welcome you to the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Thank you for being Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. That's such a great uh, welcome. Thank you very much. It means I a lot. I appreciate that. It really means a lot. That. It really means a lot. And I know that right now, these are uh, some very particular times. And what happens is because I've said this out loud, I think that particular circumstances notwithstanding, uh, a loss is a loss and not going to downplay uh, the loss of life and the trauma and everything that COVID has brought on. But what I also want to celebrate is the fact that, you know what, I believe that we needed as a species, as a human being, as a society, we needed this pause where it is open to us to realize what matters to us and what didn't. And I'm opening up the floor to you as the question. When did you feel that it was, you know, you had that, you know, that uh, inspiration, that push, that drive, you know what, to launch yourself into a new chapter for your life? What the, what was that conversation like for you? Well, I think maybe I should go back and take you there, uh, how I went to, uh, how I got to this um, stage in my life. So as you probably know from listening to the podcast uh, with Isaiah, I was a stay-at-home mom for 17 years. And you were talking a little bit earlier before we were on the air about, you know, taking a step back, being home, spending more time with your kids and whatnot, uh, which is great. Um, But I'm sure, as you know, it can be challenging. And after 17 years, I, and it, it didn't start out for me to stay at home for that long, but circumstances and different things, the next thing you know, it's been 10 years and then 12 and then uh, 15. So finally, after 17 years, I thought, okay, I need to do something different. The kids are now old enough. And I always had a passion for design and decorating Uh, People would come to our house and say, wow, this looks so great. Can you come and help me with my, you know, office or my bedroom? So finally, I thought, you know what? I have this talent. Maybe I should pursue it. And so I I just one day, instead of, I think sometimes we talk ourselves out of things, especially Mm -hmm. when you've been out of, uh, you know, the workforce, um, being a woman, being a black woman. You kind of always question your place, question if you belong. Um, So I tend to make decisions uh, over time. Like I think things through. But this one, I didn't think of, I I did not think it through at all. I just went off, looked up a program, found the program, drove there, walked in. I said, okay, I'd like to sign up for this program, this uh, interior design program, and signed up. And they said, okay, we'll see you on Monday. And then when I showed up on the Monday, I walked into the classroom and I was one of maybe three or four women my age. Wow. Every, everybody else was about... A bunch of kids. 
That's right. <laughs> and I, in that moment, uh, I thought that perhaps I had made an error. And I thought, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. But again, I fought that fear. I think it's fear of failure and fear of being embarrassed. And you have to remember, it, when, you, when I left the workforce to have children, um, there was no internet. Email didn't exist yet, or it was just starting out. Wow. So I learned how to use the internet, of course, and email while I was at home, but I didn't have the expertise, um, just the basic stuff, you know, Excel, mm -hmm. PowerPoint. I knew none of that. Okay. So once we started class, I realized I was in big trouble. Wow. And I was. See, I was. And that's, that's the thing, right? There's the insecurity. We heard that. Mm -hmm. There's the fear of failure, which is very yeah. real. There's a very yeah. real. And I was wondering if you actually just coach us a little bit, because again, a lot of us, a lot of us, even in this day and age where we're just like so exposed to the world, whether the Instagrams of the world, mm -hmm. a lot of us, believe it or not, are very insecure about putting ourselves out there. And, um, if you just, I can actually put myself, I can't put myself in your shoes because again, that just frightens me just saying it, but that is, that has got to be, you know, something that's very difficult to, to that's very real. The, the fear is very raw, isn't it? It was, it was, but I have to be honest, you know, um, sometimes when you're a parent, you say things to your children as they're growing up, you know, some um, words of wisdom that, uh, you don't think they're listening to. And in my case, it came back to haunt me because I, we always told our kids, you know, when you start something, you have to finish it. Mm -hmm. um, whether now I'm re-questioning that, to be honest, with the, I think the <laughs> pandemic has sort of changed my mind on that a little bit, to be mm -hmm. honest. But back then, uh, that was, you know, how we told our kids that if you really want to do something and you're serious about it, then once you start, you have to finish so once I started the, the program, after about a week, I came home and I was, uh, I said, I don't think I can do this. And both the kids said, mom, you started this, you have to finish. You have to finish. And so I did. And I, you know, I think the you were asking to go back to your question, how to go through that fear. I think you just have to do it um, hour by hour. Like I would come into class early mm -hmm. much earlier than everybody else probably 45 minutes i would get on my computer and try to figure out okay and today we're going to work on this this and, and that and also um i would i asked for help um i would ask for help in class i would ask for extra help uh, from teachers and i got i had tutors that helped me um because at one point it was clear that i was way behind and if I wanted to catch up, I had to get help. So that's what I did. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, wow. Wow. To so, recognize that you just can't do it alone. You need help. And that's what yes, I did. Yes. That comes back a lot. That comes back a lot in a lot of conversation uh, that we've had on this program. And of course, just learning it through myself, ego can be mm -hmm. a crutch. Because yes. as you said, you don't want us to look stupid. So you're just no. going to keep your head down, take notes. I used to do that. I used to do that. You just take notes. You have absolutely no understanding of what you're writing down. And then you just go home and say, yeah, I'll figure it out. When yes. the, teacher, yes. the teacher's right there, isn't it? So you have the opportunity. Yes. But a lot of us just mm -hmm. power down. And mm -hmm. you know what? I'll, ju I'll just shut up. I'll figure it out. But mm -hmm. you're saying you have to put yourself out. You have to yes. bear it all. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And 
Uh, not to say that I didn't have to work extra hours. You could ask Isaiah. I mean, I would come home from school, have a quick bite to eat, go straight down to my office and be there till one o'clock in the morning. And I did that every single day, seven days a week for 16 months straight. Because the program I was in was a three-year program condensed into 16 months. And wow. I literally dropped everything else. I mean, I stopped cooking. My husband took over all of that. The grocery shopping, I did none of that. I was just focused on school, and that's what I did. Wow. Yeah. See, that's, see there, there you're opening up for the question for me. Um, for whatever you want in life, and mm-hmm. you can speak on that, if it matters mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. as it's often said, you will find a way. And mm-hmm. you're saying that there is no separating the sacrifice that has to come if you set a goal for yourself, isn't there? Because a lot of people no. are just like, oh, it's like, oh, do I really have to give this up? Do I really have to get a, give this up? And you're saying, yes, you have to. Yes. I mean, in my, I think in my situation, because I was so far behind, on, uh, I would see the younger students in the class and the teacher would give us an assignment and they were done in 20 minutes while I was just still trying to figure it out. So for them, perhaps it wasn't as much as a sacrifice, but in my situation, um, it, it was, but I was willing to do it. Uh, once I decided, okay, this is something I'm going to do, then you kind of have to accept everything that comes with that. And, and to be fair, um, I had a great support system. Mm-hmm. My kids were supportive. My husband was extremely supportive of me going back to school, of me struggling, of him having to just take over everything. Um, so that's also very important. I, I consider myself lucky because a lot of people don't have that. In fact, I keep talking about these younger students. A lot of them dropped out. A lot of them did not finish the program. Really? Yes. A lot of them Why do you didn't think make that it is? to the... Well, I think um, that clientele in that program is sometimes kids who do not like traditional school, uh, perhaps didn't do so well in high school. And this is more of a hands-on program. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of them were thinking, this is going to be fun, which it was, but the work has to be there as well. So I think there was a, yes, so I think maybe there was a disconnect between the expectations and what you had to get to do to get there. Um, Yes, so. Is this, do you think it's a generational thing or it's a mindset thing? Um, I think, I don't want to say generational because I find sometimes we maybe blame generations for certain things. I'm going to say it's more experience. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're a mom and you've had kids and you've had, you know, you've been married for uh, 30 years, you have have a lot of baggage that you can bring to the table. I remember when I was 20 and 21 and 22, was I as motivated as I was when I entered this program uh, in my late 40s? Probably not. Um, and also, I think there's a question of what's going on at home as well. Okay. So if you don't have the, the support, even if you're in your early 20s, maybe you don't have the support. I know a lot of the, of the students had jobs as well. Yeah. They were working. They were going to school. I didn't work. My job was school. That's a great gift that a lot of students don't right. have. Even university right. students or CJEP, even high school students, some of them have to work. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of factors there. So I'm not going to say generational. I'm going to say experience and life mm-hmm. itself. 
Mm-hmm. Brings brings me back a lot because um, you know you're talking about students who actually used to work. Because I remember when I was at Asher C, I actually used to you know I was married. We just had we just had a the baby, and again I was going to work. I had a, I had a full time job, and I had to go to Asher C at night and then try to figure it out. It's not easy. So mm. again, it was mm-hmm. a rhetorical question because it's so easy to blame the generation I see. It's, it's kind of like put everybody in one basket, but you don't know the other person's story. And as you that's said, right. when you have the right support system, when you have sort of the right people giving you the right message, and that's why you know you the energy around you is very important to help you focus on your goal. And yes. that's the message uh, I'm getting from this, Is and I want people to hear us, is because you have to be careful how you surround yourself but mm-hmm. you also have to understand that no matter how much um, ambition and, um, you know, um, joy, you know, fun, as you put it, you know, that you want to have into this this uh, this mission that you set for yourself, the work cannot be dissociated. You, there will be work. You have a price to pay, which is called doing the work. Yes, no matter what it is. Um, and, you know, to that point, it's interesting because once I graduated, I, I was trying to figure out, OK, what do I what do I want to do? do? I want to start my own business. Do I want to work somewhere else first to figure this out? Because I had no experience in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I got a job um, in a showroom, which was great. Uh, I worked there for a few months. And in that time, I started an Instagram account, which was sort of full circle for me because I, you know, when my kids were young, I didn't allow, we didn't allow them to have okay. Facebook and social media until they were older. Uh, oh, how the tables have turned. Yes. So now suddenly, okay, I started an Instagram account and only to just try and find other, you know, designers and and get inspiration. And from there, my account, you know, got bigger and bigger. But that being said, I had to work on that. I had to work on figuring out how this, we're talking now 2016, so the platform was very different than what it is now. You didn't have reels, you didn't have uh, stories, it was just pictures, Mm -hmm. which was great. But you had to work on putting beautiful pictures up, uh, interacting with other people, so it was was work. Um, So that's just another aspect of trying to build something. And, And some people think, well, social media, what's the big deal? But you can build a business on with social media. That's how I got a lot of exposure. That's how I was able to collaborate with, you know, HGTV and House and Home uh, and be featured there, uh, apartment therapy. But that didn't come overnight. I, I built my account slowly with hard work. So that's also another way of saying sometimes you look at someone's account and you're thinking, wow, they're that looks so easy. Let's just mm-hmm. do that. But nothing is easy. You have to put the work. You have That's to put important. the work. You have to put yes. the work. You have to build. You have to build your notoriety. You have to get mm-hmm. your name out there. And mm-hmm. um, one thing that I believe I skipped over. I had written this question down because it was basically the pivotal question of our, of our conversation. Um, you, you realize because this is what touched me a lot about your journey is the fact that it's never too late, is it? No. Because a lot of people will tell themselves and, you know, I'm looking people like, you know, um, who might, you know, have had the kids, they've done the career, they've bought the house and, you know, they're at that next stage and you're like, what, what else is left for me? And mm-hmm. it's a very sad thing to hear, mm-hmm. but it's very true. Some people do think like that. And yeah. you know what? I'm going through this myself. And I, like I said, I'm just 40. And sometimes I'm like, mm. huh, I'm not done yet. Well, of course no. I'm not done yet. There's, I don't no, know no. what I want to do, but it's not, not over, is it? 
No. And I think what is important, um, I think we all have something that comes naturally to us that we're really, really good at. Mm -hmm. If I look back at my life, when I was a little girl, five, six, seven years old, I used to love clipping beautiful images from magazines and I would glue those onto my walls in my bedroom. Like I already had that sense of design and decorating and making spaces fun and inviting and bring you comfort and express who you are in your space. Mm -hmm. Now, life brought me there through different, and it took a longer time perhaps than it would normally you know, take to, uh, for other people. But I always had that in me. And I think that that's important for people to try and just find that thing that makes you just, it's that thing that you can never really get out of your head. You know, like if you're a musician or a singer, I'm sure that you get up in the morning and you have that melody in your head or, so for me, it was design. And I think a lot of times life happens and for many different circumstances, we have to put those dreams or aspirations or um, destiny, I would call it, aside for a while. Mm -hmm. But in my case, and I think we're lucky in this part of the world that we have that opportunity because we don't have to worry about drinking water Mm -hmm. and food for the most part, you know, we're all pretty lucky that Mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to do that. So I think that a lot of times people just give up on themselves a little bit saying, Oh, I'm just, it's too late. You know, I I can't do that. But if you still have that, if it's still bugging you, I'm going to say bugging you because Mm -hmm. for me, that's what it was. You know, I was subscribing to all these magazines and I was constantly reading books about design. Eventually it's kind of like, how much more do you need to realize that you have to do this? You have to do this. You have to do it. So it might not be when you thought you should do it. And it might not be in the same exact way that you had planned it for yourself, but you have to try and pursue it and see where it takes you. Is it, are there, I'm trying to phrase this properly. Is there a practical way? Because we always like to give people tips as they're listening to us. Because again, there are probably some people taking notes and they're hearing, Michelle, I hear you. There's that yeah. thing that you're telling me that is probably in the back of my head, like in my yeah. gut, like in my nostrils, like it's there. Yeah. But Michelle, I've been I've been in the rut for so long, you know, the wife, uh, the kids and the job mm-hmm. and the routine and the, mm-hmm. the, the coffee and the and then the, and the how how do I reconnect with that? Thing you're asking me to reconnect with Michelle how do I figure it out I, I have no idea like how to do that it sounds very okay. Ooh, how do I do that you know I I don't think I'm gonna speak from my experience there's no magic bullet and there's no um, magic wand I would say the first thing you need to do is get out of your own way I was doing that I kept coming up with ways and reasons not to do this. Uh, Everything's great now. I don't need to do this. But I think a lot of times we fear, I think, fear of failure, fear of taking on something that we're not sure we're going to succeed. And so we put all these barriers and all these 
excuses really not to do it. Now, not everybody can just get up tomorrow and drop everything and start school full time. Mm -hmm. I realize that. But now you have so many, especially now with the pandemic, which is one of the positives, I guess we could take from that online accessibility to classes, courses, master classes, you name it. I still do that. I still watch master classes, YouTube videos. So you could try maybe taking one course and see what you feel and if you like it and just take that one step, that first step. I think that's the hardest one to take. It's kind of like when you stop working out. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go back to working out oh, when you wow. when you haven't worked out for years. It's really mm-hmm. hard. And then when you do it, you're like, wow, I feel so much better. I'm happy. I did so that. if you just if you just take that that first step, just get out of your own way. Just take away the fear. And I'm saying this to you. And I still have to talk myself out of certain, you know, scenarios in my mind sometimes still today. I don't think that's something that ends. And I don't think that that's anybody can say I'm never afraid of anything. That's Mm -hmm. probably not true. We all have fears, but just take that one step, you know, get up. If you you feel bad about yourself, just, you know what I do? Um, And that sounds kind of maybe funny, but I always try if I'm going to go out somewhere, just going to the grocery store, for example, Mm -hmm. I never go in my sweats and uh, my scruffy jacket. I Mm -hmm. always, you know, put on a nice, pair of jeans and a nice pair of boots and a nice coat and just making that effort to make yourself feel a little better. Just apply that to internally and with your mindset, make yourself feel better. So just take that one step. Wow. Wow. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's not, it's not funny. It's, it it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. It's hard to do, but it's, 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 it's hard to do. Yeah, and especially now, I mean, with the pandemic, it's 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 hard for everyone just getting through the day every day with all these curveballs that are being thrown at us. It's it's really tough, and it probably is easy to feel hopeless. Um, I have days like that where I'm like, "Whew, this is a tough one today." But mm-hmm. you know, just have to get up, and sometimes it's one hour at a time one step at a time, just, just push yourself out there a little bit. And tomorrow is going to be a little bit easier. And that's how you can get the ball rolling. And because we are natural human beings, I can't leave this one out because we know that, okay, here we know, we know that type of individual. Okay, Michelle, I get you. I have to, you know, try new things. I have to look at like, okay, I used to collect stamps when I was a kid or I used to draw. I probably want to go, you know, take some art classes, you know, draw, yeah. draw some comic books. But, okay, I, I want the notoriety now. I want the virality now. I want the 15,000 followers now. It's like, what, mm-hmm. I'm just going to post on Instagram and I'm going to I'm gonna be hot by next week. Mm-hmm. Patience is a hard one for a lot of people. Yes. Um, that's a very interesting point. Uh, I'm glad you bring that up because... You know, I okay, I have 15,000 followers and I've been there for probably two years now. It's not really moving that much. The thing about, and Isaiah would be great talking about this. We just had a conversation about that earlier. When you're doing something with the end goal of being, you know, famous and all of that, 
you're missing the point. You're not mm-hmm. going to enjoy the journey. And yes, you will run out of patience pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say if you start an Instagram account to be, you know, an instant star on Instagram, good luck to you. Um, and you might have to compromise who you are to do that. Wow. And, so and that's something I did not want to do. I, can, I can't tell you how many times every week I get emails um, from companies who want to collaborate with me and they want me to sell this and sell that. And again, some people do that um, and they're very successful at it. That's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's not what I feel is, is um, enriching my life to try and sell things to people. I feel like that's something that people can choose to do, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. That's a very f- effective way to build your business uh, on Instagram. But for me, that's not what I want to do. So I, I, I would say you have to decide what do you really want out of it? And to be fair, Instagram is just a part of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, the everyday the thing. Uh, it's not real life. So it's just an, a tool to help you. So I would say, yes, you can use the Instagram or TikTok now and, and all of those uh, social platforms, but you also have to build something concrete that, that's real to be able to transfer it there. That takes time. It, that takes time. That takes yeah. time. And anything, I believe, through experience, anything worth having is mm-hmm. going to require you time anything yeah. there's no snap your finger as you said there's no perfect formula there's no pixie dust you're half putting the time and a lot of people fall short of that because they mm-hmm. want it now they want the notoriety and i believe it's a consequence of the times uh mm-hmm. because it's instant gratification it's short-term mm-hmm. memory it's like mm-hmm. give me that boost of dopamine we want the notoriety now, now. and we understand yeah. that all these people that you admire whether through interior designs or whether in person in uh you know personal growth or like business these people put in the time, which is why when I see like, you know, ads about people like, you know, you see those ads on YouTube, like, yeah, make the Amazon money right now in two weeks. These are my courses. Like, no, they're not selling you a course. They're selling you the ad. <laughs> That's <laughs> and what also they're the, doing. And those people trying to sell you those are like 22 years old. Exactly. Exactly. I'm always thinking, how is that possible? And as you said, you know what? They're good at it. They're good at it because they have a clientele and even YouTube recognizes that, okay, these ads get some pull. So, hey, Mm -hmm. let them do what they do. But you Mm -hmm. have to be the one to know where you stand. And you're right. You're, You're so right because I can actually parallel it with this podcast because it's going slow but steady slow mm-hmm. but steady there could have been ten thousand ways for me to get the millions and millions of downloads but i chose to stay consistent i chose to stay independent will there be ads down the road will there be collaborations down the road probably but right now mm-hmm. i'm just slowly but surely understanding my own formula my own process what i want and what i don't want and even that even goes with guests and just like you whether it's emails or you know guest collaboration guest pitches there are some people you just you just see the profile like you don't fit my my show like, <laughs> i'm sorry all the best to you god bless you but no yes. and that's hard you know yes of if course, I were because... just going on social media cloud of course i would mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. not what i stand for i'm sorry i cut you off oh no i think i'm sorry i think i i cut you off uh i was gonna say that it's not to say that there's something wrong with doing that uh, i don't want to give that impression but i think that 
before embarking on something like that and before accepting collaborations from here, from there, and you have to make sure that what you're putting out there, because it's going to stay there for mm-hmm. a long, long time, mm-hmm. that you keep your integrity and you're proud of what is out there representing you. And I think that's super important for me. It is very important. Wow. Um, I am going to pick your brain just a little bit. Sure. We all watch the HGTVs of the world, right? I'm a big yes. fan of HGTV. And like my wife got me on, on HGTV when we were dating and we used to watch like all the shows, like all the shows, all the yes. shows. Yes. And the thing is, you always fall there. I know there's TV magic going on there, but like yeah. the houses look so nice. And yeah. I look at your, I look at your Instagram. I'm like so much light, so much pristine, so clean. <laughs> like I've got two, I've got two kids who make like you just clean the kitchen, just clean the, the yeah. living room, and it just goes haywire. What yeah. are the simple tips? I'm talking about organization, just just a little bit of sprucing up and giving your room a little mm-hmm. life. I'm not trying like you know bring in the contractors like a lot Mike Holmes and just break no. down everything. <laughs> are there any simple practical tips like either whether the bedroom or the living room or the kitchen? You know, little organizational yes. tips just to yes. you know just just to help us have just a little bit of calm and zen, just yes. like the Instagrams. <laughs> I think I think that's a very good question. Um, first of all, give yourself and your wife. I'm, I'm not sure how old your children are, but uh, my daughter's uh, my daughter's uh, eight, and my son is six. Okay, so give yourself grace and do not look at Instagram accounts and try to attain that when you have children that age. That being said. Um, organization always helps but i just want to put that out there because i remember when my kids were young it's hard to keep track of everything coats boots toys school bags and now with you get me yes of course because i've been there and i was that mom who was trying so hard to always have everything in place because chaos gives me i don't do well in disorder and chaos so i always try to have everything organized but That being said, if you can find a way and you can teach children that, um, you know, your kids are old enough now to to learn that. And it requires repeating and it requires making it a habit, but putting things back where they belong and have somewhere for everything. Mm -hmm. That, That means a simple thing, something that people have a lot of trouble with, the mail. Yes, ma'am. Where do you put the mail when you go pick it up in the morning? It sometimes ends up on a pile somewhere, on the kitchen counter, on the dining table, mm-hmm. on your desk. And then you go, honey, or you for yourself, you go, where's that bill? Didn't we pay that bill? Let me find that bill. So paper is a huge, huge problem, and it creates a lot of clutter. A mm-hmm. simple solution, I always say this, buy a little basket or a pretty box, put it, even if it's on your kitchen, you know, countertop. And when you get the mail, put it in there. And at the end of the week, you open the mail, just at the end of the week, don't wait mm-hmm. two months. Mm-hmm. Cause then the box is going to overflow. Yeah, so but cool. if you, if you can control paper, that's a big one. The other thing I would say is um, clothes are also tend to be a big problem because especially oh here we have, we have four seasons, mm-hmm. right? So we all have many jackets and boots and shoes. So storage is always key. 
before you buy any new storage, go through your closet and get rid of what you don't use. Mm -hmm. So then you have space to put away what's lying around the house. If you can find a way to create a routine where it's, and it's really not the big stuff, it's the small stuff. Okay. I got my mail. It's in the box. My keys. That's another problem. Where do, where are the keys? keys. If you buy yourself a little tray or just use a bowl or a plate, you come in the house, put the little bowl next to the box where the mail is. So you come in and you put your keys there. Those are small things, but they add up. And if you're constantly looking for your keys, looking for that bill, looking for, you know, your gloves or your kid's scarf, Mm -hmm. it becomes overwhelming. And I think people just say, you know what, that's just how we live. We're messy. Mm -hmm. But if you take a moment to just set it up, it'll take maybe an hour, two hours, and it will change your life. Um, And also, let's all agree to buy less things. When we moved to this house, we downsized from a bigger house. Mm -hmm. And I decided, okay, we have so many things. we're not going to be buying a lot anymore. Um, You know, the bigger the house, sometimes the more you bring in. I try to be very intentional with what I buy and what I I bring into the house. Mm -hmm. Do we have space for it? If I don't know where it's going, I'm not buying it. And if I'm bringing it in, something has to go. Something has to go. Wow. Something has to go. So if you're buying, you want, you see these beautiful plates or you see you're buying yourself a pair of boots or shoes or a hat, well, then you get rid of a hat and that you can do by having a bag, maybe somewhere in the closet. And whenever mm-hmm. you, you want to get rid of something, you put it mm-hmm. in the bag. Mm-hmm. When the bag's full, you bring it to a, good a charity. Yeah. A charity mm-hmm. of your choice. Wow. That helps a lot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. I- I'm raising an eyebrow, not not because I'm confused. I'm like, I never thought, I never thought of it that way, mm-hmm. because I'm going through this. I'm go, exact everything you described, like all those little irritations and nitpicks. The mm. kids' boots, the kids' mm. gloves, uh, the mm. scarf. Where did you put your toque? Where are my keys? Where's the mail? And then I was like, <laughs> and you get noted, you get emails like, you know, you didn't pay this bill. Of course, I paid the bill. Of course, like, yeah. did I? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Where is the it? bill? You know, I just did a, for, for us, um, I just did a big cleanup of our paperwork. And this is probably the best advice I can give everybody. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a box, a plastic box, a pretty box, a basket, something big enough to fit in letter size or legal size files. Mm-hmm. If you had an emergency tomorrow, mm-hmm. let's say you had to get out of your house really quickly. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, a gas leak, anything. Mm-hmm. Would you know where your children's birth certificates are, your passports, your life insurance papers, your home wow. insurance? Wow. Would you know where that is? Or would you just walk out of the house and go, oh, who do we call now? Because now there's damage in the house. I don't I have the that. phone number. I put the box together with files for all those important papers, or you could buy a safe either way mm-hmm. and put the box somewhere hidden, mm-hmm. but you know where it is. Mm-hmm. And we, I have all these papers in there, vaccination records, uh, all this stuff that if somebody had to get that quickly, or if you had to give that quickly to someone, mm-hmm. would you know where it is? Or would it take you 
a couple of days to put that together. Wow. That's number one, I think, important to do for your peace of mind. And number two, it will make you realize, you know what? I didn't know we had this much or I didn't realize our insurance cost this much or Mm -hmm. it makes you more aware of Wow. Yeah. Because you don't don't pay attention to that stuff unless the renewal comes up, then you have to take a look at it. But you're right. The passports, the birth certificates, the vaccination records, like it's stuff like I know they're there, but you're right. I will confess they're a little bit spread out throughout the Mm -hmm. house. I know mm-hmm. the insurance is there, the passports are here, and then yes. my wife has the 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 baby's like, you know, vaccination, like the the Medicare mm-hmm. card, and like what? And you're right, just so, hearing that it needs to be centralized. Yeah, because if let's say one of you is not home and the other person who's home needs access to one of those documents, mm-hmm. where is where's, it? Where's where okay yeah so, go in my yeah. drawer i believe it's <laughs> downstairs like it should be under that box because it, it's yeah this is very yeah cool. Life so that's change. a great organization tip if you could do just that forget if you don't have time to do the closets and the keys and the the mail and all that although mm-hmm. that's pretty easy to do mm-hmm. but that's a big one and i think it's an important one to do it's a life it's a game changer wow wow oh wow i've learned so much I have learned so much, man. I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, I did want to ask one last question for the people listening to us. Um, We need to understand that, you know what, the next version of your life, however it looks um, for you, is, I believe, at the other end of a decision. How do we cross that path of insecurity and doubting myself? Like, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Can we speak to them, Michelle? You know, I don't want to pretend to be an expert because I'm not. Because mm-hmm. I still I still have those moments. I still have those days where um, I question myself. And I, not only in my professional career, my personal life, you know, you look at certain decisions you've made. You question whether that was right or not. And um, I'm going to give advice here that I should give to myself as well, is to give yourself a break. And I think that's something I've learned through this pandemic and other things that have gone on in my life in the past two years. You have to be willing to forgive yourself, make mistakes, and just be willing and ready to start over the next day. So yesterday wasn't so great. You kind of messed up a little bit and it didn't work out the way you thought it would. But you know what? I learned something about myself. And today I'm just going to get up, put my pants on, get put a little, you know, do my hair and, and get ready to go. And just, and some days, I'm just the same as everyone else. And I have really bad days and really good days and days in the middle. Um, But the one thing I think we should all strive to get, work on achieving, is resilience. Because not success, not fame, not just resilience, because that will get you through anything. Um, It will help you take that next step. Wow. 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 
Michelle, I am I'm really giddy right now because <laughs> these are things that make it very real for me. Um, mm. Because it gives me a lot of um, a lot to think about. Um, because this has been something that's you know that I've been wrestling with over the past year in regards to you know career changes and you know doing different things and trying new things because uh, whether you know f- via the podcast or just like personal relationships, a lot of people telling me a lot of good advice, you know, taking in like you know next steps. And I want I'm also using this program also to let people know you just like you said we're all real people here, and I want people mm. to know that yes, I am trying to guide you through these conversations, but I'm also learning as well. So I want to say a very mm-hmm. heartfelt thank you. Uh, because this really means a lot to me. I feel educated and elevated. <laughs> and, oh, uh, thank you. It genuinely, it genuinely means a lot. Um, I can't thank you enough. It's because uh, it was a lot to think about. It was uh, something that's very, people actually need to tune into and get inspired. Uh, I really invite you guys to go listen to The Booth Life. I will li- I will link it uh, because people need to hear your story, you know, in your own words. Uh, but you shared so much with us. And for that, I can't thank you enough. It's a very heartfelt thank you and an honor I've had you on the program. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I learned a lot as well. Thank you very much. <laughs> we always, uh, I always like to leave the floor for the guests. Any, this is shameless plugging time, as I like to say it. If people want to connect with you on the interwebs, are there any particular places we can uh, direct them to? My Instagram account is probably the best place to, mm-hmm. to go to, and you can send me a DM. So mm-hmm. it's Michelle Martel at home. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's how I communicate with people for the most that's part that's the best place that's the best place okay so i yes. will link it up on the blog post once it goes live guys connect with michelle um definitely go check out her instagram page uh yes if you're like me if you're a busy buddy with kids and a wife and a full-time job you will actually feel a little bit embarrassed uh by the beauty of uh, <laughs> oh, michelle's no. page. i'm just letting you guys know right now but it's definitely <laughs> worth your time i'm saying it out there um thank you so much it's it's heartfelt and sincere guys thank you so much for tuning into the podcast thank you so much uh for as always supporting the journey go follow michelle show some love go say hi and uh, if you found any form of uh, of you know just a heartfelt energy and uh, practical tips do share them do share the episode as always you know we always love to hear from you awaken the awesome at gmail.com guys thanks so much for being part of this program and this journey stay blessed stay safe and do stay awesome This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.